0: Not sponsored by Raisin Bran. <laughs> Kellogg's. There's just Raisin Brand in the room. Brand new.
1: <laughs> but and you can't
0: see it. And Yep. And Wendy's. Oh, Oh, yeah, Wendy's. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Car- Adams being ridden by Yoshi. Yoshi? Yeah. Yeah. That's a picture we have in here, too. <laughs> uh, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of just us and a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to Hysterical History. Welcome. We are podcast. I mean, I guess we're not, but we have a podcast. Uh, I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. And today we're talking more about Josiah, who's our American Quaker on his vacation in India and Afghanistan. You know, when you just you want to go on vacation, but you also want to colonize a little bit. Well, you're just, like, a huge a-hole. You're, you're just, just the worst. You just want to purge all those colonial yeah, feelings, and you just, you know. Yeah, I, but you got to purge it by doing <sighs> it. Have you ever been a white man, and you're like, man, I want to take some people over. <laughs> yeah. And, so, and But this guy did it. It's my right. And it's like, as a white guy. Please stop. <laughs> I was thinking about this because... He, it's like the 1820s when this is happening mm-hmm. and so like Napoleon's pretty much already happened and so I'm like do you not like Napole- like why is it Alexander the Great specifically like you don't like Napoleon he never talks about Napoleon which seems weird because it's so topical it's too it's too fresh I'm like is it because he's conquering white people is that the problem I don't know because <laughs> people don't treat him with the same respect huh? because he's not he's not civilizing them he's just conquering yeah, yeah that's rude how dare you? Mm-hmm. And he we're he, all already civilized. He isn't doing as much. He's just doing Europe, whereas mm-hmm. Alexander's, like, conquering. I mean, I'd bet he'd do more if you let him. <laughs> the, the whole world, quote-unquote, big bunny ears. Right. The whole world that he has access to. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. Whatever. So we're mostly coming to our information from... Ben McIntyre's book. Kind looks like the, the man who would be king. Nasty Rasputin. Oh yeah, he looks terrible. Um, the first American in Afghanistan. In my in my head, I was picturing kind of a. Baby-faced, like, fresh (laughs) young man, but no, he's gross. He's gross. Well, and I wanted to give Ben another shout-out because now I can tell you and explain um, that I guess Ben was—he's in the military, or was in the military, um, and he was stationed, like, in the Middle East, Mm. and he heard about um, this guy. And was like – people were like, oh, yeah, there's a book based on him, um, a Ruppiard Kipling book uh, with the same name, The Man Who Would Be King. And he was like, that's not based on a real person. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bruh. Truly is. Uh, and so then he was like – looked stuff up and they were like, I mean, yeah, it's based on a real guy and here's his name. And that was about it for information. And he was like, I'm sorry – What's happening? How do you know that? And also, like, can I have any more information? And mm-hmm. the world was like, no. No. That's all. And so he did all the, like, legwork, all the digging um, to the point that he's in, like, a nothing library in the middle of nowhere in the Middle East. And then they just happened to have a box underneath 12 other boxes that is a box of Harlan's stuff, of Josiah's stuff. That's Crazy. It's got his, like, unpublished autobiography in it. It's got his journals in it. It's got his weird poems in it. It's got so much stuff. Gosh, makes you wonder about it's incredible. how much history is just in a box somewhere. Right. And no one's looked for Especially it. Especially when this is, like, a white dude history in a box. It's, like, how many people of color are sitting in a box? How many ladies are sitting yeah. in a box somewhere? Uh so, yeah, we want to give all the credit to Ben because he's doing the legwork. And it wasn't in English, so, like, he also had to translate it. Ben, this, one's, this one's for you. Incredible. Thank you for all that effort because I'm just reading a book. Rest in peace. <laughs> he's not dead, okay. I don't think. <laughs> uh, once again, we're only using this book because if you look at the Wikipedia page for Josiah Harlan, it is almost exclusively this book. It's, it's incredible. It's just him how much it's just this book he is so. the alpha and the omega he <laughs> right. is everything mostly like i think when people do historical research they kind of expound on other people's research they don't so much research yeah, as like you, you you join a conversation yeah they put stuff together ben is the conversation <laughs> so now maybe others can join him later yeah he like heard kipling singing in another room and he's yeah. like Hey, everyone, listen. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Anyway. (laughs) Here we go. Josiah is a Quaker. He wants to leave. He goes to India, and his girlfriend breaks up with him because he immediately left after they got engaged. And then she gets married, and he's like, I can't ever go back to America because I'm sad. And so he's like, I'll join the British Army, uh, I guess, as a medic, even though I have no training. And he does. Mm -hmm. And then when they get back to India after they fight the Burmese, he's like— it's really boring. Uh, I want to go to Afghanistan because I want to be exactly like Alexander the Great because he's my hero. Mm-hmm. And he finds this like ousted king in this town that he's in. And he's like, cool, I'm going to make you a good in charge king again. And that guy's like, great. But all of the people who follow him are missing things, ears, arms. Mm-hmm. Lots of things, so it's scary. Some uh, some <laughs> warning signs, maybe. Yeah. So that he puts together an army by flying an American flag made by an Indian seamstress and... I really want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> there's people. Me too. I wish, I wish there was a picture. I don't think there is. And I'm sure Ben would have included it if there was a picture. Yeah. But uh, gathers a whole bunch of people with that somehow. Just, you know, the, the best, highest quality people who have no loyalty and just want to go into the wilderness. Yeah. And... You know, um, the kind of people... People that just want to drop everything and go into the desert yeah. and uh, kill people. Yeah. It's good. Huh. And uh, we also learned about this other guy who went into the wilderness way more prepared, way <laughs> more supported. Immediately died. And just got destroyed. <laughs> just destroyed. So it's probably not good. It's like <laughs> uh, you, you just start up. Your game, and you're a level yeah. one guy, and you're like, I'm just gonna get together some people and go into the desert, Woo. which is like the end zone, and there's a lot of scary bosses. Mm-hmm. And uh, that New Game Plus guy immediately died. Yeah. And so you're like, uh,. I, but I can do it. But I can do it. But I'm I'm a white, extra white boy. Not only am I white, I'm American. I'm American. So I can do listen. it. Listen, <laughs> I'm American. I know the British own India. I'm going to own <laughs> Afghanistan for America. The British are over. Oh, it's America's time. So I was like... So I read a couple chapters of this book. It's basically like two chapters right now per Mm -hmm. (laughs) session here. Um, And, you know, I'm condensing a lot of it because there's a lot that I'm just like, this is too much information. He wrote a whole big, long love letter to camels, and I was like, I don't care. Um, It's like that chapter in (laughs) Moby Dick that's just about... Wales. It's like every time in Frankenstein when Mary Shelley's like, "Look at the beautiful mountains," and I'm mm-hmm. like, "I just talk about the monster. I don't care about the mountains." Yeah, we- I get it. It's like an allegory for being big and a monster and dangerous and beautiful, sublime. G- get over it. Yeah, we get it. We get it. We get it. And and I was kind of like, this is kind of boring. And then there was like a stinger at the end of that chapter because Ben's a good writer, and I was like, oh, it's so good. About? So I'm very excited. Camels? No. Nothing to do with camels. It's like actually inside the camel. <laughs> really important about the camels. Was a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have some more good D&D time of like doing our tests to see if we can make it through these terrible situations. And also um, we're going to learn about a job that I wish still existed because I would want that to be my job because mm-hmm. it's incredible so anyway uh, afghanistan right now where he's trying to go he's not in afghanistan yet still technically in indian territories not actually india but like places india owns mm-hmm. that's connected but not really like india proper yeah um and he wants to go to afghanistan which is just as far as everyone's described dangerous Wasteland of danger. Don't, like, don't go there. (laughs) Don't go. Don't go there. Uh, And I'm not insulting Afghanistan. It is currently at this point, like, uh, Germany or Italy was for most of their existence, where it's broken up into tiny little pieces Mm -hmm. that are all owned by an individual prince or, in this case, usually a con. Um, And they are always fighting, and they're brutal (laughs) and ruthless. So, like, don't be there. Don't. Hey, don't be there. Well, white man, don't be there. You don't want to be there. Why are you why are you here? why? Um and like basically similar to what happens with the Mongols with Genghis Khan. Uh they they had like one guy in Afghanistan who was like the dude mm-hmm. who like brought them together, and he was, like, the best guy. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I love him. Uh, his name is Ahmad Shah Abdali, uh, and he was just—expanded their territory. He was awesome. And then he dies in 1773. They yeah. always die. They always die. And then it just shatters into pieces Gosh, again. Why, why do they always die? Just—you stay. And then you know what happens when there's a vacuum nation. Everybody takes a piece and says, mm-hmm. I should be in charge. Yep. And then it does this. Um... But even past that, like, Ben compares this to the War or Wars of the Roses, mm-hmm. where there are, like, two main families sure, in Afghanistan yeah. who are fighting each other. And, like, at this point, the uh, the families are the Sadozai and the Barakzai, which I think I mentioned last time briefly at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dos Mohammed, who's in charge of Shuja's land— um, who's the king that we're trying to put back in charge? Yeah, he is in the Baroxi family, um, and these families are fighting uh, each other, but they're also fighting in their own families, yeah. trying to be in charge, which is exactly like Wars of the Roses. So I get it. Got be on. T- Got be on top. Good uh, connection, Ben. I Af- agree. Afghanistan's next top model. Yeah. <laughs> Want
1: to uh- be on top?
0: Right. And I appreciate the comparison because I feel like a lot of times with when you're in like a different place than your history normally is, that you're like overwhelmed by names and like areas and just feeling like it's other. Mm -hmm. And so when he's like, it's basically the War of the Roses. It's just over here. It's like, yeah, correct. Yeah. It's like almost like everybody kind of does this. Mostly, so now you can feel connected because yeah. it's the same as when the white people do it. <laughs> For those of you just joining <laughs> us, that means it's also like Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's all the same, mm-hmm. and it's terrible. Like, would you want to live in Westeros? No, no, it's really bad. It's not great. You will die. You're, you're. <laughs> see all those. Uh, those little NPC extras mm-hmm. who die all the time—that's you. Yep, you're the NPC. You're not important. You're not important. <laughs> anyway, um, so like I said, the families are the Setozai and the Barakzai. um, and Dos Muhammad is in the Barakzai. Shuja got his throne in the first place because the two families were working together at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was king, and the other was vizier. So it's basically like one of them is king and the other one's in charge. You know, <laughs> that's what viziers are. They're in charge. Is that the job you wish was still? Uh, no. <laughs> I wish we still had viziers. They're so sketchy. Because <laughs> <laughs> they always are trying to be king. <laughs> Which is like, why? Like, you are you are in charge. You whisper in their ear and tell them everything mm-hmm. to do. You know? You are the Varus. You're yeah. in charge. Like if Veep actually had mm-hmm. any power. Right. So don't even worry about it. But then the king gets suspicious that the vizier's trying to take over, which, like, obviously. Yeah. And they always are. And he is. So he's right. <laughs> so is it suspicious if you're right? Why do we even have this job? Why are viziers existing? Uh, so he blinds the vizier? Yeah. Because classic, that's Na- what you do. Naturally. Uh, you just stab a poker through their head. Um, specifically, pierced with a lancet, your eyeballs. Which is, like, terrible. I mean, is anything to do with the eyeballs good? No. And we're going to have more eyeball talk later. Is so it like, there's lots of piercing of eyeballs in I this I mentioned one. Game of Thrones, so now I'm picturing, <laughs> like, when the mountain just, like, yeah, thumbs that guy's eyes out. Right. It's so like, nasty. Is that worse or better than a lance? At have, least a lancet's probably more, like, precise and quick. Pew. Yep. Just pew. You'd hope, but it's still bad. Either way, you're blind and it sucks. <laughs> pew. <laughs> pew. Now you're blind. Now you're blind. And so... uh then the Afghani king is ousted, and his eyes are pierced with a lancet. Ha! Right yeah. back at you. Now we're all blind. Yeah. Whole what did that solve? Leaves the whole world blind. Idiot. We, yes. test- we tested it. That's right. It's true. <laughs> they did it. You don't even have to like be like, is it true? It is. It's true. We did the experiment. <laughs> we, it's true. <laughs> we myth busted it. <laughs> uh, confirmed. Myth busted it. Oh, no. Um... But so then Shuja gets lucky uh, because then that's when he gets to, es- like, that he escaped. Mm-hmm. Because if not, he'd be blind. <laughs> so no one can see him. It will. It's so easy to escape. <laughs> I'm more I'm, I'm saying that not with these guys, but, like, the punishment <laughs> for being ousted is being blinded. Yeah. And um, they have a quote that like a, a saying that's a blind king is as good as dead so like you're not gonna get to be in charge because you can't see which that's, is sad that's so ableist I know um <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> you're not cutting off balls but it's I usually think, sure like you know your dynasty is already dead I but... think this is more of a shame culture yeah so that it's like if he's like no one's gonna let you be in charge because you're blind because once again ableist mm-hmm. but also uh, because then probably means that someone blinded you for a reason yeah you know like, yeah. it's not people who are already blind. It's people who have their eyes stabbed right. out. Right. You're not just, you don't have cataracts. <laughs> nope. Your, your your eyes are gone. Your eyes are stabbed through gross because you did something like the that land, people didn't like. The Lancets are still in there. Every time you, you move <laughs> your oh, eyes, it's, so it's like no. little chopsticks no. swiveling around. No. Terrible. Move on before everyone <laughs> vomits. Um, but that vizier who got blinded had 23 sons. That's too many. Too many sons and too many for you to blind him because now every single one of his sons is coming back for revenge. That's too There's many. a lot of revenge culture going on in this, mm-hmm. and so don't do that when he has so many sons ready to come to blind you or punch you in the face. I mean, he's already blinded, yeah. like, the king, too, so I guess it doesn't matter. But the point is they're coming back and they're trying to take some stuff. Yeah. This is why the families are fighting <laughs> yeah. because of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were probably already fighting before that, but this makes it worse Yeah, because now both of them are like, hey, it's your fault, even though both your faults. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of back and forth between the two families, and there's some like epically gross executions that Ben describes that I'm not going to tell you because they're so gross mm-hmm. that I was like, wow. I really want to know now. <laughs> it's just like systematically cutting off every single one of your body oh, parts. it's like a vivisection almost. And then, yeah. yeah. And then that after that. Mm-hmm. So I just don't want to go into detail. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, gross. This little Read the book to market. <laughs> Read the book if you want to know. It's very explicit. Um. So if you need those gory details, Ben's got you covered. Ben got you but covered. I don't want to talk about it. Ben has got it. But either way, the Baroque eyes win. Mm-hmm. So the 23 sons win. And... They take over, and each brother gets a little section of land. Yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, 23 sons, that's a lot of fractures. It's, a lot of pieces. It's going to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that doesn't seem like a good plan. Not all 23 of them can be good leaders. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a reason we normally, like, like the European, um, and, and I think other uh, royals generally, go in age order. Yeah. And it's just for convenience, uh, mostly. That's why, like, dynasties are a thing and Mm -hmm. not—and then I was king, and then all my 23 sons took over the kingdom. Right. Like, we've talked about this for, like, when people inherit stuff, that Mm -hmm. it's like you don't want to break it into pieces because then it's weak. You want, like, one person to be in charge, and then, like, the other kids get, like, a bunch of money. Or they get, like, a really nice estate or something. Because it's it's unsustainable. Or they get get married out of your family into a new other place. If each one of those sons has 23 sons, what? (laughs) They're going to have 23 sections of that 20— too many it doesn't make it sense does, it's you can't do it and thankfully um their father, who is the vizier, he had kids with many women, which is why there's 23 of them instead of one woman. No one woman. No. No. And she, does, she would never deserve this. So um, they also, like, break up into groups where they're like, well, we share a mom and a dad, so mm-hmm. now we're buddies, which is, like, okay. <laughs> like, what if you still hate them? Sure. But, yeah, bloodlines are the strong. You know, wherever strongest, that's where they're going. So it's just a lot of nonsense and now they're all fighting because they all want to be in charge of everywhere. Yep. So great job, really fixed it. Way to be basic. Wow. <laughs> Josiah describes it as prince after prince is confused in or in confused <laughs> yeah. succession mounted the tottering throne. The prize was literally handed about like a shuttlecock. The king who is in battle may have dispatched a favorite son in the command of his army would probably before night find himself flying from his own troops. Yeah. So, he's like, even if your son was in the troops, you're like, I gotta go. I don't want to die. Yeah. See you later, people. It's I like, bad. I like my eyes. Yeah, I don't want to be dead. my life. So, later's... Um and Dos Muhammad he ends up on top and uh is surprisingly well liked. Mm-hmm. Like when Josiah goes around people really like him. Um which is hilarious because I, like I mean is he or is that just what you have to say? No, he is okay. actually. Um I have proof, but uh and, oh, from Ben, of course. But uh Shuja before you left, before Josiah left, said that people hated Dos Muhammad and they missed him. Mm-hmm. And then he gets, you know, and then when we actually hear about Dos Muhammad, it's like, no, people like him a lot. So much so that there is in modern times in Afghanistan, a phrase that means, is Dos Muhammad dead? That there is no justice? Oh. Like currently still talking about him. Nice. So, no, they like him. Uh, and I'm like, ooh, because <laughs> now we know that that's who he's trying to get rid of, mm-hmm. Josiah. And so you're like, good luck. Because that's not, like us – it's like being like, did Americans like Abraham Lincoln? And then you go back and you're like – or you go forward and you're like, mm, they do. They still talk about him a lot. They, uh, it turns out they did Turns out like they did him. like him. Because, mm. you know, there's lots of presidents we have we never talk about because, like, yeah. who cares? <laughs> um, we don't talk to the point of I don't think they're real people. <laughs> I don't know their names. But, like, does Muhammad. They have so many rulers and they remember him. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm, <laughs> it's not great for your plan. Uh, so he's clearly leaving uh, an oppression mm-hmm. and a good one. Yeah. And uh, do they have sayings about anyone else in this story? Does it mention them? Yeah. I think if they did, Ben would tell me. So <laughs> ben wouldn't no. lie. He wouldn't lie to me. Uh, and if he did, I wouldn't know because there's only one book. Yeah. <laughs> So not only is Afghanistan in pieces, but the surrounding areas on all sides that aren't India are pretty much also fighting. Yeah. And even if they're owned by India, they're, like, mostly not happy about it. So everybody is, uh, I guess in Josiah's mind, probably up for grabs. Yeah. <laughs> but mostly everyone's ready to just stab anybody. <laughs> yeah. So everything's not in, good. Everything's in flux. You just yeah. have to be the last one standing. And there are bandits everywhere, as you would expect in the, like, you know— Wasteland out there. It's just like the wild, wild west where anybody could rob you at any time. Yeah. So Josiah is nervous because that's a lot. Why are you nervous? You're nah. a white American. Nothing you can harm can you. Do it. You idiot. <laughs> you fool. And Ben mentions that Josiah had to restrain his natural inclination to wander off alone in search oh, of plants. That's what I'm saying. Because in case you forgot, he's a uh, plant boy. He loves plants, and he just wants to wander around and look at plants. And but also, he wants to be king. So. <laughs> the duality of white men my fearless leader you know yeah <laughs> mr wanders off to look at plants also he sounds so much like a dnd character yeah. that you build that's like weird that's like i really love plants i also want to be in charge of everyone and mm-hmm. it's like okay that's your journey huh ah. your character notes yeah your your like weakness is like get distracts or gets distracted by plants yeah great Cool. <laughs> so josiah chooses a quartermaster because you got to have somebody in charge. And he says, hey, you go ahead of us while mm-hmm. we're marching and find us some food and a place to stay. Mm-hmm. Right? Smart. Because mm-hmm. you got to know.
1: you got to send can, out the fodder first. If you first. can sleep somewhere. Yeah. yeah.
0: You, well, yeah, you don't want to go first. Yeah. And scouts are faster because they're singular. So they don't have to wait for everybody else. And he he sends him with, like, money to go buy food and stuff. But immediately he's like, that guy is buying the cheapest food possible and pocketing all of the extra money, and I know it. I mean, yeah. And I'm like, yeah? Like, haven't you ever had your parents be like, here's 20 bucks, like, get some food. Mm-hmm. And so then you, like, when you go on a trip or something or if you, like, are supposed to order a pizza or whatever. Yeah. And then you order the cheapest thing possible so you can keep all the rest of the money. Right. And then you just tell them it was twenty bucks, mm-hmm. whatever you got. Yeah, it was the whole amount. All of it, exactly. I, I, weirdly, I uh, tipped like a yep. good person. Yep. So there you go. And then you have ten bucks. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, so yeah, very sketchy. <laughs> ten dollar total uh, delivery pizza. I'm assuming you just got like breadsticks or something. Yeah, you got something really cheap. You probably didn't even get pizza. You probably just ate food at he home just, and then you ordered just kept twenty bucks. Ordered one soda. <laughs> yeah. Just so you have a receipt, <laughs> like you could prove that they were there. But you rip it so they don't know what it was. Anyway, so he confronts the guy, and, and Josiah at that point has proof that that's what he's doing, mm-hmm. and demotes him. Which I'm like, good plan. Mm-hmm. That's definitely because he's still with them. He's yeah. just there, demoted, there mad and mad. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, good idea. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, because he thinks he's in charge of a military, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say no. You're in charge of a band of morons who are all mercenaries. So that is exactly like D&D. Nope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he thinks he's a military commander, and I'm like, you are not. You're, Militaries are organized. You're not. You are not. Do you, are you doing training exercises? Probably not. Anything? No, you're just nah. pocketing money? Mm, nah. Okay. Yikes. Cool. So the next night or so, Josiah leaves his tent um, to go, I don't know, bathroom, I don't care. And finds uh, the demoted quartermaster outside his tent, holding a loaded musket, cocked and ready to shoot him in the face. She just goes out, I just wanted to look at night plants. Yeah, and then now, what's this? <laughs> night plants. <laughs> like, you can't even see them. <laughs> <laughs> They've got bioluminescent plants out here in you the You can desert. light a candle. You don't <laughs> have to. This candle. <laughs> oh, no. Just looking for Night plants. Night plants. So Maybe they come out at night alone yeah. <laughs> in the sand. They come um, out. <laughs> they come out. But so uh, he just comes out, gun right at his face. And I'm like, I wonder how long he was there, standing with the gun. Like, did you know he was going to come out? Right, because he's like... Cause then you're just standing there for like a long time. He's like trying to pump himself up. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, okay, come on, come on come you can do it. Just go. I ahead. wonder if Josiah went outside because he's like, what is the noise? Because <laughs> he was like mumbling to himself. So, am I hearing whispers? Um, but you know, I assume this would be pretty bad for Josiah, but not really. Like, good on him that he's smart enough. Um, he immediately. Hits the musket into the air so it can't hit anybody. That's the problem with muskets is the barrel's too long. If he mm-hmm. had a pistol, it would have over. Yeah. Um, but because it's old times, muskets are bad. And so he hits it in the air, uh, the barrel, and then jumps on the guy. And then they wrestle around with it. And then he has the musket. He's mm-hmm. like, ha-ha. Um, <laughs> which I'm sure is going to go really well yeah. for the demoted guy. Because I'm like, no, you had to actually kill him or, like, something. Yeah. Um, or steal some stuff and just leave. Like, how is he going to know where you are? Why not just leave? You're stupid. But anyway, he gets it, and uh, then they chain that guy up. And then when they get to the next outpost, trading outpost or town, they just leave him there. They they give him to somebody. Oh, that's really nice. Um, and Josiah's like, oh, I bet he was released immediately after that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. um, excuse me. They, uh, they didn't do anything nice to him. They I've definitely sold him into slavery. I'm saying... uh <laughs> That was nice of you because you better didn't kill him. I was expecting you to bury him up to his neck in the desert. Right. And like all of his troops, because they're all cutthroat mercenaries, like, you want us to kill that guy for you? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, we're going to be cool about it. We'll just. Uh, just chain him up and then hand him over to random <laughs> bandits like, in the desert. Ah, sell him, to, sell him into mm. slavery. And he's like, no, because he gives it to him for free. <laughs> yeah. Which those people are probably like, this guy's an idiot. That's weird. Humans are worth so much money. Humans are worth a lot of money. You're, I don't understand. You're an idiot. He's like, I have principles and it's like, you still. he's still going to be a slave. Like, yeah. you didn't do anything good. Great, you can feel good about yourself. Great. Yeah, and I love it. He's like, I bet he was released immediately. I was like, he was not. No, there's no way. Uh Uh-huh, sure. No. Sure. After, like, last episode we had where that one guy, like, murdered those guys and then sold everyone to slavery, no way that this guy isn't just getting sold. No way. And so Josiah at that point decides he can only trust one member of his team, and that's Dash the dog. (laughs) Not even his camels or horses. You are my vizier only now. Only the <laughs> You're in charge now, You, Dash. Mike, Mike Dash. <laughs> Mike Dash, his Irish setter, <laughs> Scottish terrier mix or whatever. I love his early work. I think it's only getting better. <laughs> so uh, Josiah wants to go faster. He's like, this is taking too long. I hate it. And I'm like, good luck because you're going to be in the desert for so effing long. Yeah, you're not just, even uh, close to Afghanistan. So just hurry up and wait. Yeah, just... I'm an Idiot. But the camels are not having it. They will not go. They're just grumpy and hungry. And I'm like, yeah, that's a camel. Camels are always like this. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have experience with camels, I guess. So, he's like, they're yeah. like horses. They'll just go. And no. it's like, they will not. Horses are uh, domesticated. Yep. And very just like, horses are very like kind animals yeah, generally. Good, good old herd mentality. Mm-hmm. Camels are... Uh, they don't want us to exist. They hate us. They are... Passionately. ...extremely grudging. They just happen to be going in the same direction. That's the only way that they're doing what you want them to do. Right. Uh, I have a quote from Josiah that he says, as a visiting dignitary, he, um, or not uh, not from him, but uh, about him. This has okay. been talking about him. <laughs> I'm like, um <laughs> he expected to be sustained with free supplies from local chiefs in accordance with the ancient traditions of hospitality. And I'm like, um a visiting dignitary, or dignitary from an ousted king? Hmm. I don't think that counts. Nice. Also, at different points, Josiah will say that he's like a prince. And I'm like, you are not? You're not even close. Why are you saying that? What are you talking about? It's like anything. in your own weird delusions? Sure. I guess anyone can just say they're anything. I guess, uh, but like that means something out here. Yeah, it's like it's like in Friends when they ask for a doctor, and Ross is like going to raise his hand, and Rachel's like because they're at a hospital. Yeah, or like they're somewhere, and um, Rachel like lowers his hand. And is like that means something here? Okay, <laughs> they don't they don't need a doctor of paleontology. Yeah, At the hospital. What are you going to intubate? Good <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. You just make weird dinosaur sounds that you think existed. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, though, he does get a lot of free stuff, uh, because he's white. Yeah. And not specifically because he's white, but because he's white, people think he's British. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, uh-oh, the British army is scouting through here, maybe yeah. to take our stuff. Mm-hmm. And so then they're like really nice to him because they're like, maybe if we're nice, they will leave us alone. They just won't. When he reports back. Come back here. They won't feel the need to conquer us because uh, we were nice. Mm-hmm. And they know that we'll be nice. Which is so annoying. We can behave. Yeah. Because then now, you know, like Thailand, with like France and England fighting over them, that they're like, if we are just be- become really Western, they'll leave us alone, mm-hmm. which was correct. Yeah. So it's unfortunate, but true. And they're aware of this. You, uh, you, you ping the uh, civilized yes. light in their brains, and they're right. like, oh, we don't have to conquer I you. I mean, you are brown, but you do seem like you're white, so I like that. <laughs> you do dance just how we want you to dance. <laughs> horrible. So, um, yeah. And it's terrible specifically because Josiah is not British. Mm-hmm. He's not there on any sort of official business. He's just annoying and terrible. I cannot believe that he's still alive. And they don't know what British people sound like probably super well. So they're just like, great. Come on in. Yeah. And I'm like, he's from Pennsylvania. <laughs> he's a Quaker garbage <laughs> boy. He's a Quaker. So, no, he doesn't even like the British. He joined their army because he was bored. Yeah. And he has their stuff still. He has a British uniform, and he has his weapons from them. I'm pretty sure uh, nowadays, I don't know when this became a thing, mm-hmm. if you join a foreign military, you forfeit your uh, U.S. Oh. A hundred percent. Citizenship. Yes. Uh, And if you wear, like, fatigues out and you're not actually part of a military, it's a crime. It's a a federal crime. That's a real crime. Even if you are, like, used to be in the military. Like, I think technically if you're not anymore, you're, like, impersonating someone who's currently in Mm -hmm. crime. You can't wear uh, uniforms. Yeah. I can't remember what the the term is. It's, like, something honor-based. Yeah. That it's, like, stolen honor or something. I don't know. But, yeah, it's bad. Um, but now it's just loosey goosey, whatever, whatever, <laughs> who cares? Um, but so yeah, they're super nice to him, which is really annoying and I hate it. And so then he's like, see, cause I deserve to be treated this way. And I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> like, you're terrible. But he has the same feelings about these people that he, of course, that uh, Thomas Jefferson has about uh, Native Americans or American Indians, which is they're brown on the outside. But if we give them religion and education, they can be white on the inside, which is all that really matters. It's what's on the inside that counts. Right. As long as you're white on the inside. It's like... They could be—they're ter- like real people if we just culture them. Yeah. Instead be of like, like, I don't know, the darker people who are lost causes. Yeah. They're always going to be worse than us. The ones who won't play by our rules. How who nice. are Savages. Ah, how yeah. nice of them. Spoilers, colonialism is ugly. It's the worst. And once again, if you like Thomas Jefferson, I am going to judge you because it's not just his slavery stuff. It's also this. Yeah. Uh, also spoilers— uh everyone you like in the past is problematic. Of course. But some are much worse than others. Some of them have agendas. Uh-huh. And really strongly stick to their stuff. And you're just like, come on, dude. Come on. Come on, dude. Um I have a quote that says He might scorn the local customs as superstitious and barbaric, yet he observed them with fascination and described them with care. Mm. So oh, he's like, man, nice. these savages are so interesting. Wow, they're so, they're so, they have so much culture. Like, they're such barbarians, but it's fascinating to watch them like they're animals. Yeah. Cool. Look at them do things. Yeah, in case for a moment you like Josiah, do not. Wow. <laughs> Terrible. Um, so after two weeks of marching, they finally get to a place. Congratulations. <laughs> you did it. Uh, to Mamdot, where Kotub Adin Khan is in charge. Um, Kotab is tired of having to pay money to the Sikh Maharaja. A lot of people in this area don't like the Sikh. Um, and so he's super excited that a Ferengi is here. That's a white, a white foreigner yeah. that he's here because he thinks that means that like the British are coming. Yeah. And he was like, great. I would much rather deal with them than the Sikh people I don't like. Mm-hmm. And so he sends a message to Josiah that's like, hey, we would love to meet with you to chat. Oh my God, they're just feeding him. Oh, yeah. And Josiah's like, awesome. I would love that. Basically already a desert prince. Yeah. He's like, you can come to my camp and we'll hang out. And so in order to do that, he's trying to make his camp look like legit, Mm -hmm. like he's cool. Like it isn't just a bunch of dirty mercenaries. Yeah. So he puts down his nicest burlap carpet for them. And then he gets an armchair and he puts it on a platform so he's like a king so he can sit in it and be above people. What? And then they put up the tents so that they have, like, a covered meeting area in the middle. Um, and all I imagine is that they threw a burlap sack on the ground. And now they put a lazy boy on a, a like, coffee table. And then he's going to sit on it and be like, I'm in charge. There's a bunch of, like, the dirtiest, nastiest men in waiter costumes. Yes. Like, we're legit. We're totally. Like, they don't even fit. They're uh-huh. like, all of them are the wrong size. <laughs> Everything. Skinny guys are in giant <laughs> ones. Big fat guys are in tiny ones. It's like, what? Basically a crop top it's terrible and they're like grunting and they can't even like pretend to be civilized they're eating the food themselves yeah it's awful but so yeah they uh they get oh and amarula is there of course he's holding the mace of royalty i don't i still don't understand that it's like a really long lollipop but he's just holding a mace Yep, it's made out of plastic cool. yeah ben keeps saying that josiah thinks he's a prince and i'm like like of what of whom you know mm-hmm. princess has to be in charge of something what are you in charge of you need like land these random people right like you need land just to be like in America just to like vote yeah uh, that's the point I guess I don't know but I think they they have it for a while um so I'm like so so what are you even in charge of what are you a let's be honest of- Even your own people are trying to murder you? Or I guess he would probably say assassinate him because he's important. Because he's a prince. That's how you know you're important, when it's assassination instead of murder. Mm. But so uh, Kotub sends his son to meet with Josiah. uh, And Josiah, like, describes him in detail about when he gets there. He's wearing, like, this nice outfit. And he has such good manners. And he's so impressed with him that he's like, this guy is incredible. And he's like... Describing him to the point that I'm like, do you have a crush on him? Oh, hell yeah. Mm, I hope not because he's seven. Mm. His son is seven. Seven? He sent his seven-year-old son to talk to you. What? That's how important you are. I mean, fair. Kotub was like, I'll send my seven-year-old son to get some practice <laughs> talking to white people. He's like, uh, he's got that, just the crush that poor people have on rich people. Yeah, he's like, he's so fancy. Oh, my gosh. He's so fancy. Like, wow. Oh, my gosh. Right. And I'm just like, it's so embarrassing. You're like a celebrity. Wow. Oh my gosh. But, yeah, literally, I'm sure the king was just like, go practice talking to some dignitary, to white people. See how that goes. Um, and, yeah, he's like, oh, he's in such a cool outfit. And they, like, compliment each other a whole bunch. And mm-hmm. he's like, his manners are so good. Can you imagine having a diplomatic sit-down with a seven-year-old? I know. You're so cool. It's, no, you're cool. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and that, like, everything— you know, it's being translated. Josiah doesn't speak um, whatever language they're speaking. I'm not sure what it is, Punjab or something. And so he has a translator doing it for him, mm-hmm. um, which I guess maybe makes him seem cooler. Sure. Perhaps. Um, but means he doesn't actually know exactly what's being said. So I'm like, mm, mm. no, nah, maybe not great, especially if you can't trust your translator, which I, you probably can't trust anyone in your team. Yeah. And so the boy prince tells him or he hands him a letter from his dad. It's like fancy letter. And then in the letter it says, hey, so this Sikh ruler sucks. Please mm. help us. Um, and they're like, yeah, could you give this to the British for us? Yeah. To which Josiah has no connection to the British anymore. He left the army and then now is just running amok in the wilderness. Does he it- know? What if he just, like, sends it back to that cranky old, uh, I don't know what he was, Joe <laughs> yeah. sergeant? Captain. Yeah. yeah. Captain Wade. Who's just tired. <laughs> he's like, here you go, buddy. Um, but, like, they don't have anyone to send it back with. Like, they're not having a messenger go back. It took yeah. them two weeks to get here. And he they're going the other way. And so he's like, you know what you should do? You need to have your dad go to Delhi himself and talk to him. That's the only way they'll listen to you. Mm. So he used to roll persuasion on this seven-year-old. To uh, um, ou- oust someone out of their, their kingdom. Yeah. Um, and the seven-year-old's like, okay, that makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, because he's a child. <laughs> it's a seven-year-old? Yeah. But you did it. Good job. You had to roll persuasion of five, and you did it. You did it. Congratulations. And so... Uh, that he's able to, like, skate around that issue. So yeah. he still pretends he's part of the British, but he's like, listen, I know the British, and they won't help you if you don't talk to them directly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, if I know the British, and I do. And I do. You see my uniform? Mm-hmm. I was British for a minute. Um, and they like Josiah enough that they give him some guards to protect him for passage through the uh, pure. It's an area Mm -hmm. that I'm going to say wrong a lot. An area. Um, But it's supposed to be like extra super dangerous to go through. So they're like, we'll give you some friends and hopefully that'll help. Mm -hmm. Because we like you, random white man in the desert. And I'm like, okay. I'm not going to sing a Carly Rae Jepsen song. (laughs) But they really like him. They really like him. Um, So in charge of that area is uh, Bahawal Khan who Captain Wade from earlier said is a real dicey dude. Like when he was giving him the rundown on people they know about, he's like, not great. Not that one. No. Um, But Josiah is so confident. He's like, I don't even care. I'm just going to go. Look how well my first meeting went. It was incredible. I I am going to be so good at this. Yeah. That guy loved me. He sent his prince son here. Like I could have just killed that kid and I didn't. He's like my son now. Yeah. He's so fancy and glittery. Um, And he thinks uh, Bahawal will like him because uh, he liked Elphinstone, who had visited Bahawal before. Mm. um, And thinks that Shuja's going to need to be in the good graces of these people, right? Because he's got to go through this area, too, to get back to his land, which is really far away. So he's like, we need—and he's going to come through, supposedly, with, like, a huge army, which is going to make them scared. So Mm -hmm. he's like, we got to make friends right now. Like, that's kind of the point here, is, like, to get there— to station up and then like make friends on the way, so yeah, that's why we're doing this. If you forgot why he's even here, yeah, Shuja thing. Um, is Shuja with them or does no. he? He was waiting he's back at in home. India. Okay, uh, it's like a smart ousted king. He's like, oh, wait and see how your thing goes before I leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you should. <laughs> um, but immediately when they get to the area, an army rides directly at them, um, and Josiah and his group are able to get them to stop. And, like, talk instead of fight them. But, like, there's a big army instantly. Like, the second he steps foot in the area. So, I'm like, they're watching. Yeah. They know that you're coming. They know their stuff. Yeah. Um, And these people are not technically an army. They're just scouts. Oh. But to him, it's an army. Yeah. From um, Bahawal. And he wants to know, what are you even doing here? Why (laughs) are you in my land? Why are you doing this? Um, And this man in fancy clothes comes up to talk to Josiah, says, hey, I'm an envoy for bahau and we can escort you to a spot where you can camp and get all the supplies you need and then we'll like chit-chat. Mm-hmm. And is like, that seems suspicious, but doesn't know what else to do. And I'm like, why does that seem suspicious to you? That's what you expect from them. That's, um, that's been, what has been happening. This is literally what you said they should do. So mm-hmm. I'm confused why you're suspicious. Yeah. But uh, he goes anyway even though he's suspicious. Uh, He is right, though. And I think a lot of this is written in hindsight. I was suspicious. I'm like, I bet you were. Because then you still did it anyway. I knew. Right. But you still did it anyway. So that doesn't even make you smart still. Yeah. Um, And then it's a trap. Now you're all prisoners. We have you surrounded. It was only a matter of time. Just sit here. Yeah. Right. And it's almost immediately. Um, And Josiah tells the guards surrounding them that they're leaving tomorrow. Either way. So either you let us go or we're going to fight you. And I'm like, good luck. Cute. Cute. You know this isn't their army. This is scouts. Mm -hmm. They have an actual army that's not here. So good luck with that. Uh, And his group has never fought together. Yeah. yeah, They they haven't been doing drills. They haven't been preparing. Yeah. And these other people are organized soldiers who live in this place who work for a prince. So I'm like... No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The ball's on you to even suggest that you'll just leave. Good luck. I'm amazed they're not tied up. I'm amazed they they didn't already just kill all of you. Just, uh, I mean, you could sell them. Yeah, that's true. At least kill you. Mm -hmm. You're so annoying. God, you just won't stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) And when they try to leave the next morning, the soldiers are like, hey, if you do that, uh, we'll attack you. And... uh, you should just wait because we're waiting on the orders from the big guy about what he wants to do with you. Mm-hmm. And he might be nice about it if you just wait. Yeah. So just wait. Why not? It would be better. Why not wait? And instead, Josiah invites the captain of the soldiers outside to talk into his tent and then takes him hostage. The, uh, I cannot. I cannot. Oh. <laughs> I cannot. How, how have you not been tied up? I don't know. And how, what? I don't know. What? They just think they're gonna listen, I guess? I don't know that they're used to people just walking through here. So, and like this intense bravado. My my esteem of these scouts has fallen <laughs> a lot. They are scouts, they are not soldiers. So um, like, maybe they're just not. Because uh, you immediately got taken hostage by your own prisoners. Yeah, it's not awesome. That's so embarrassing. It's pretty embarrassing. So yeah, he takes them hostage, and I'm like, I'd almost like you. For this, because I'm like, it is smart, and like, you're not, you're doing pretty well, despite the fact that you're not doing very well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I hate you so much. Like you're so terrible and stupid that I'm like, I can't like you. Yeah. Even though if it was someone else, maybe I'd like you right now. I'd be like, mm, smart. But anyway, so he has him hostage now, and then the next day they just start marching with their hostage, and they're like, "Try me. I'll kill him." They just leave. Yeah. Okay. And the scouts are, like, following them, but, like, mm. not attacking them because they're worried they're going to kill that guy. <laughs> it's like, let's see what he does. And as they're marching, more armies appear in the desert. And then almost worse, they are also disappearing. And I'm like, that scares me so much what? that you see them and then they're gone because where did they go? <laughs> or were they even there? Oh. Are you having what? hallucinations? What's, What's happening? What's happening? It's really bad. And, uh, yeah, so I'm like, yikes, <laughs> I And don't now not like it. wherever he goes, he looks like he has a much bigger army now, mm-hmm. army, quote-unquote. Right, because he's got the guys trailing. Although they, I'm sure they're wearing some sort of uniforms, mm-hmm. and they know each other, so I'm sure they know. Uh, but anyway— Turns out when Josiah took the captive guy, that's the brother of the military commander of the whole army. Cool. Which is why they didn't do anything because they're like, yikes, Uh-oh. that guy's pretty important. Um, wow. But now the whole army is coming for and, him uh, and that's you, my brother. He still got taken hostage. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I know. I guess too much bravado. He's too, like, up his own butt. Um, but so now the whole army is coming. Great, because you got my brother. Great, so cool Prepare to die. So somebody rides up to tell Josiah that the military commander, whose brother he has, uh, Nadir Shah, would like to talk to him in the next town. Yeah, I bet you'd like to talk we to talk. him. Yeah, and Josiah is like, sure, um, but just when he stops at that place, just ends up with a bigger army surrounding him in the exact same situation he was already in earlier. Gonna, gonna talk the eyeballs so right now he's out of just your head. Captive too again. So he's like, like well. Well, in for a penny. Fool me once, shame on me. (laughs) Fool me twice, shame on me. (laughs) It's always your fault. You're stupid. Shame on me. But so uh, his next tactic is just to be a super a-hole. Yeah. So they keep being like, when can we meet? Like, what time can we meet? And he's like... I will not meet with you. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm not I'm too good for you to meet. I'm too busy. And then it does his t- previous tactic again and says, "We're just going to leave tomorrow no matter what." So, deal with it. To which I'm like, "Are your soldiers like, please do not do that because there's so many people everywhere yeah. ready I, to kill me? I really want to know what they think. I would love to know." <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't. We've uh, we've really gotten ourselves into something, yeah. haven't we? Uh he is quoted as saying uh, in his writings, I gave him to understand I acknowledge no superior and that my sword was my passport. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, your sword. Yeah. Cool. Love to watch you fight <laughs> anyone. Your brother's my passport. Uh, yeah, <laughs> true. So Nadir says, sure, I have someone to escort you to the next town that you want to go to. Um, um, but the guide is purposely going as slow as possible and the wrong directions. Yeah. Um, But Josiah figures that out pretty quick because he knows what direction he's supposed to go. And so he changed that guy up and then goes straight, following his compass right where he wants to go. Listen, I don't like Josiah, (laughs) but I I can't believe you're letting him do this. incompetence, though, is pretty bad. (laughs) Can someone please kill him? Why are you doing this? So bahau sends Josiah a letter. He's the king of this area Mm -hmm. um, that is super fancy, gold leaf and all this stuff, so it looks real pretty. And it says, meet with me in the city, Ahmadpur, please, which is a city he's coming up on. And that's the capital. So he's like, please meet me in the city. I want to talk to you Mm because you're being terrible. You're going to take him hostage, too? I hope you do. Um he also clearly thinks that uh, Josiah is British, which is why they're probably not doing anything because they don't want to murder a British man mm-hmm. and then have the British army come and yell at them. So that's why he's getting away with a lot of this. But he's also like, you're a weird British soldier. It's <laughs> kind, kind of a, thing. Is it's weird. like a weird version of uh, the kind of story of the Spanish going to America, mm-hmm. being like, are they gods? Are they? Maybe we should not kill mm-hmm. them maybe, right away. Maybe it's bad, except for you have experience with these people already. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I know what can happen. I watched India get freaking wrecked, and they're right there. Their whole armies in India. But I'm, I'm just waiting for them to realize he's not... <laughs> What he yeah. is. I wish they would already. Um, and so they give him also with this letter a whole bunch of fresh fruit, which in the desert has to be the most wonderful thing in the mm-hmm. world. Um, and Josiah's stoked about it because he loves plants and he's obsessed with the fruit. So he's like, yes. He just studies it, lets he's it all like, rot. oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, they give him grapes, apples, pears, cantaloupes, dried apricots, raisins, and watermelons. I'm hungry now. I know, right? And I'm like thirsty. Uh, also, they give him cotton. (laughs) they're like here you go I'm like I didn't do you grow it where did you get it and some cotton interesting Mm. but so yeah he's stoked because they're kind of starving and also because he's obsessed with plants so he's like great and he thinks that like they secretly have a whole bunch of cool stuff in this area right that's just unknown Mm -hmm. so like one of those things he thinks they secretly have a lot of that's cool is fruit so he's like awesome and I'm like I mean yeah those are pretty good fruits I agree Uh, So they finally get to... (laughs) No honeydew. None of that garbage fruit. Cantaloupe. Good watermelon. fruit, Good melons. Pears. I know. There was this guy on a dating app that I showed Haley and my roommates that sent me a note. Like, I didn't match with him. It was like... To make me match with him, you know, that that was, like, extra incentive when I see his photo. And he, like, compared me to honeydew, which is, like, the most garbage of all melons. The worst one. If you really want to get to my heart, you know, pick something good, Mm -hmm. like watermelon. You are so beautiful, like the fruit chunks that everyone throws away. That are literally garbage. To get to the cantaloupe. Thanks. Thanks. I guess. I guess. I guess. Also, it was a weird poem. It's bad. It was terrible. Yeah, it was a really bad poem. Anyway, but so they arrive in Bahawalpur, which is the old capital, and Josiah gets another letter that's from the king that's like, can you, like, get here right now, my dude? I really need to talk to you. Yeah and urgently instead Josiah says he has a phlegmon which is a skin inflammation i've got the phlegmon <laughs> and he's it's going to take him 10 days to get there even though this place is 2 days away what are you doing yeah just because I don't know, I'm like, are you like negging these people? I don't I get it. it. Sounds like he's like negative. That's them. what's happening. That he's like, you're not important enough for me to care about. I, we will go on my timetable. I am a prince, and I'm like, ugh, you're terror- just. Why are you like this? So he stays in his tent the whole time they're in this city. Just sits in his tent like an idiot. Mm -hmm. And people are gathering outside because they're like, what is he doing here? Why is there this white guy here? (laughs) (laughs) And like the two previous hostages are in there like, what are you doing? What's happening? Why are are we still doing this? Um, Some people even think that he is Shuja in disguise. Oh. So they're very interested in looking at him. But he won't come out which is probably for the best. Um, and he loves being a spectacle, so he's all about this. Uh, he's like, this is very fun. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, oh, does he have to do with those other two Ferengis that are here? And then he's mad because he's like, I'm supposed to be the only Ferengi here? Excuse? Who? What do you mean there are other white people here? Mm-hmm. Mad about it. I shouldn't say people. White men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are no white women here because they're too <laughs> smart. Yeah. So <laughs> he's like, where are these other white dudes? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And then he remembers that before he left, Captain Wade was like, so we had two British soldiers who defected and just left. Yeah. And just walked into the desert. So, like, if you find them, we'd appreciate knowing where they are. Man, how bad do you have to hate the British Army to just walk into the (laughs) desert? Into the desert. It's like walking into the ocean. Yeah. It's like, what? It's like, bye? Whoa. I guess. Whoa. Wow. Yikes. So he's like, if you find them, if you could tell us where they are and send somebody back with them, we'd appreciate it and Mm -hmm. we'd pay you. Yeah. And then you're actually doing a mission for the British. So when people are like, do you have anything to do with the British? You do. It's incredible. Wouldn't that be nice? It's incredible. Yeah. Um, And these people that he's heard about are named the most British names, (laughs) James Lewis and Richard Potter. Okay. I was expecting something a little more. Fancy. Like. uh Crumble Bottom, <laughs> Crumptonham. <laughs> um, no, just basic ones. Just like two first names and then Potter. Yeah, just Harry Potter's great grandfather. Mm-hmm. So or grandfather. I don't know how. I'm not good at decades. So uh, yeah, they have super. They're super British. And Josiah's like, great. I'll go see if I can find them because now I want to know what's going on. Yeah. Because he's like, I also left white people to be in the desert. What are you planning to do? <laughs> we have so much in common. <laughs> uh, but they're in the capital uh, where Josiah is not wanting to go because he doesn't want to talk to the king yet. So all of a sudden, Josiah wants to go. And he sends a letter to the king. It's like, I'm going to be there right away. What happened to your flame-broiled leg That's, or whatever? His skin is fine now, I guess. Now, it's now that there's white people to talk to, I'm he- there. So he sends a message to uh, to the white guys, it's like, hey, do you need medical treatment or help? I could help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also to the king, he's like, I'm going to be there right away. And then now they're like, weren't you not going to be here very fast? So they tell him that the king's on a hunting trip and mm-hmm. it's going to be like five days. Sure. But I don't know if that's just because they're not prepared anymore because they were like, we have more time. Or yeah, if he's we actually to, hunting. We have to nag him back. They do give him like an antelope or something, though, that he hunted. So they're like, mm. I mean... Presumably, maybe he's hunting, but also maybe that's just like to bolster the lie. No idea. But thanks for the meat. Appreciate it. And so uh, one of the white dudes comes out to talk to him, um, just like see what's going on. And I have to read in my book on page 58. Get that good book ASMR. Can you hear it outside the egg? I have no idea. Maybe, probably. I mean, we're outside the egg, technically. Mm I'm trying to remember where I was going to (laughs) read. Okay. Uh, So, the two Europeans were indeed the deserters Lewis and Potter, who had changed their names, respectively, to Charles Masson and, somewhat unimaginatively, John Brown. (laughs) Wow. Names by which they would be known for the rest of their lives. Like... You're the only two white guys in thousands of miles. Yeah, uh, it's clearly you. Yes, you. It's you. I stupid. Uh, Masson was no ordinary soldier. An educated and cultured man, a fluent French speaker and classicist, with a passion for archaeology and chronic wanderlust. Um, okay, so this him. He would like to be here anyway. Sure. He's having a good time. And then the other guy is just like a hobo of some description. Yeah. Masson's the one that joins him um, at the tent to talk uh, because John Brown is so sick that he can't stand up. Mm. So when they they were like, you want medical help? They're like, please. Uh, We're having illnesses. Basically, they deserted for just because they got bored. Um, And they were like, what if we just go in the wilderness? And I'm like, why would you do that? Um, what Why don't, What if we walk into the ocean? And then on the way, they got sick, and are they're wearing rags, basically, although they still have their uniforms and their guns. I mm-hmm. think they want people to think that they're not British. I mean, I'm like, everybody thinks that everyone who's white here is British, so I don't know why they would think that you aren't. Um, but they ended up here somehow. I think people just felt bad for yeah. them because they're so sad. Um, <laughs> <There's>, it's so <laughs> pathetic. Yeah. And- and once again, because they think they're British, they're like, "We don't want to do anything to them if we don't have to." They don't have the balls of that one guy who mm-hmm. caught those British people and just watched them die. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. That was badass, right? These guys are—they're too um, concerned that the British army will come get them. Whereas that guy was like, "I don't give an f." Like, <laughs> they're not coming. Too bad, bye. <laughs> they're not going to come in time for you, not for me. And guess what? I'll do the same thing. I'll trap them right here, just like I did these guys. Um, and he's right. They don't come. So, correct. But anyway, so Masson, they're like, hey, I can help you if you join me. Mm-hmm. So Josiah decided instead of giving them up that he wants them on his team because he thinks if there's three white guys, then they'll be taken super seriously and they have their uniforms and their guns. So then it's like, we are British. Yeah. Instead of just one random white guy with a what? Oh, the lazy boy in the desert. Yeah. And so they're like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, because they mostly just don't want to die. Mm-hmm. So they're like, that would be cool. Also, that seems like a fair exchange. You do have medicine, and he technically has medical training, mm-hmm. I guess. So there's that. He just puts like a slice of cantaloupe on their forehead. You yeah. are cured, my son. Done. And they're like, what? Um. Uh, yeah, at first they they're scared when they talk to Josiah because they do think he's British. Mm-hmm. And that he's there to like get them. But then he's like, nah. I'm American, and uh, (laughs) I don't even care. It's so weird how white people (laughs) can tell other white people apart. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I guess they just thought he was an American employed with British people. Yeah. And then he was like, no. No. Not really. Uh, I'm a desert prince now. And he says, yeah, join me and we'll go to Kabul, because that's where he's headed. That's his, like intended destination and they're like sweet because yeah this guy's an archaeologist he's like awesome i want to see what's in here i'll go and the other guy's like john brown literally can't move so he'll do whatever i say (laughs) help me um yeah so he thinks this will make him look more official and that now he has people he can trust these random white men he just met totally can trust them Mm -hmm. they definitely didn't desert the british army and just wander off out of boredom uh and ben foreshadows ominously saying he is correct about one of them not both, though. hmm So uh, it's time for Josiah to meet the king of this area. And he's like, sweet. I'm going to look so fancy. I'm going to bring in my whole group of people so he sees how many people I have. Yeah. So I'm going to bring all 100 of my people that he has now. Um, he's picks them up along the way. He started probably with, like, 80-ish, and then now he's these guys. So he's like, it's up to 100 now. Mm-hmm. And... To not be, you know, outdone, the king has a thousand soldiers line the streets so that when he's like going, it's like a procession, like a parade, and like there's all these soldiers everywhere, and they're dressed in like Western clothes and they're wearing red jackets, so they look all fancy and nice. People are peeking out their windows, like what's happening out here? So embarrassing! To it's watch. a lot, dude. It's so much. Your dicks are both huge. Can We move on. get it. Move on. And so Josiah finally gets to the palace. And once he's in there, they don't let anyone else in but him. And like his translator sneaks in at the last second trying to be like, oh, he doesn't speak the language. Um, because all the guards in there have their weapons out pointed at them and are surrounding them. Mm-hmm. Josiah says so intensely close to them that he can almost not walk it's... without running into a pointy yeah. spear or like sword. So he's like, don't try anything or I will kill you. It's kind of ease Because, you know, like they that. have experience with you in their area and they weren't happy about it. They're not going to get taken captive. No. They'll <laughs> just stab you to death. They don't care. And they the whole, know your tricks. Right. And, like, the army thing for the king, I'm like, I don't feel as much of it being like, you know, see how big my dick is. More like, I can crush you. Like, and I just want you to know, like, don't even try anything in that's, here. That's a dick thing. I will kill you. But it's like, but for a good reason. Yeah. Of like, he's already tried multiple times to weasel his way out and of He stuff. has succeeded. And he has. So that, that it's more like, hey, just don't. Okay? With me. Just yeah. don't. I'll cr- it's so big. I will destroy it. I'll you. crush you with it. <laughs> true. And he gets in there and Bahawal is 25 years oldish. So he's pretty young, and Josiah gives him some English pistols that he has that Bahawal likes a lot. He's like they're fancy, Mm -hmm. Um, so he gets his guards to back off because he's like, oh, he's cool. He gave me some stuff. Twenty-five-year-old seems chill, love guns, Uh, so he's like very fun. And using an interpreter, Josiah tells him that Shuja wants to come back and asks uh, what kind of greeting he would expect in this land Mm -hmm. if he were to come through with an army. Yeah. And Bahawal says he supports Shuja, but his land is so poor that, like, he doesn't know. And he's clearly just asking for money. Mm -hmm. He's like, if you just give me some money for my very poor land, that I'll just let him go. I don't care. Uh, And Josiah gets that, and so he's about to leave, and then Bahawal presents him with a super fancy outfit that's, like, beautiful, and he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. And this makes Josiah believe that he's finally officially respected. And I'm like, you gave him, like, cool guns, Mm -hmm. and he gave you, like, a dress, and you're like, wow, I'm amazing. And I'm like, I bet that's so cheap. It's probably his old stuff he's (laughs) already worn. Yeah, It's probably super lame. It's not great. Yeah. Um, and he's technically not in Afghanistan yet. We're still in the middle weird area that's not really India, but sort of India and is not Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. But now he's like, I'm exactly like Alex the Great. Just look at me go. Wow. They respect me and they love me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I hate you. Civilizing the, the people. I have a quote that says, my mind is from um, Josiah. It says, my mind was now full with the contemplation of the past. I was about to enter the country and became familiar with objects which have been made conspicuous to the world as the arena and subject of Alexander's exploits. Great. Cool. And as they go, he's like recognizing names of places that Alexander went to, and he's like having a real history geek time. That he's like, oh, my gosh. And then uh, Masson, who just joined them, uh, has also, like, read classics of Homer and stuff. So he's like, oh, my gosh, it's so cool. They're just geeking out together. Oh, my gosh. I wish he just was in, like, not the worst way of you just being a super a-hole. The worst. Yeah. So they get to the Indus River and they're like, oh, my gosh, it's the Indus River. (laughs) It's like, shut up. Okay. We get it. And I have another quote from him that says, to look for the first time upon the further stream that had borne upon its surface the world's victor 2,000 years ago, to gaze upon the landscape he had viewed, to tread upon the earth where Alexander's blood had been spilt, just stand up on the spot where our wounded hero knelt, exalted when pierced by arrows of the barbarians. Yeah, he's cool, I guess. We get it. Uh Uh-huh. But, yeah, he's, like, having a freaking conniption over it. I love this river so much. The problem is, the Indus River, they have to cross it, and it's really hard to get across. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to do another abilities check here because there is quicksand on both sides of the Indus River, right next to it. And it's indistinguishable from the regular sand. Can't mm-hmm. tell where it, it begins or ends. Um, and Josiah is bummed because he's like, if only we had elephants, because he says that when elephants get into quicksand, they just lay down. Mm-hmm. Um and then they don't sink cuz they have too much surface area. The problem is like the points that push yeah. down on the sand. So if you just lay down, which is good quicksand advice in general, mm-hmm. that's how you get out. If you just lay down, even if you're already in it, if you just kick up your feet and you'll go flat, you'll go to the top. Yeah. So it's really not even a problem. Got float. Just <laughs> you gotta you gotta just float like float across. You just know what to do. It's fine. But yeah, he says that elephants immediately know what's going on when that happens and they just lay down and then they're fine. But horses do not Horses are idiots. Well, and, like, horses have such, like, because even elephants, they got, like, big service area on their feet. Horses do not. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm sure they start sinking and they're like, what in the hell? And then they just go down because they freak out. Yeah. So worried about that. Uh, also, this river is like very fast flowing, so even if you get in the river, it's gonna like sweep you all the way down. Mm-hmm. And there's like a butt ton of crocodiles in it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's a lot of things that could happen that are really bad to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but they seemingly get across with no actual difficulties. It takes them hours to get across. Only it. hours. Yeah. Um, but on the other side, they find a dead crocodile that's 16 feet long, and oh he says God. six feet wide at the widest point. Um, so it could have been really bad. A pretty roundish crocodile. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think he's measuring, right? But it's big, and but it's dead. So he's mm-hmm. like, well, thank goodness. And I'm like, I think maybe it's because it's like December, so it's like winter, mm-hmm. that maybe they're not here or something. Um, but don't know. Don't know. Either way. Really lucks out on the Indus River, rolled mm-hmm. like a twenty, and then they're like, "Fine, you get across, whatever." Uh, and they make it to Deragazi Khan on Christmas Day in 1827. Uh, merry Chrysler. This yep, yeah, merry Christmas. Uh, this town used to be in Afghanistan, but is not anymore because India took it. <laughs> so now it's India. And Josiah thinks that in order to be Alexander the Great, he needs to establish good military outposts Mm -hmm. um, in the same places that Alexander put them. Because that's why he won Haley. That's why he was so good. He's got to do it like Alex did it. it. He put them in such good strategic places, he's like in awe. He's like, that's such a brilliant placement for a military outpost. And I'm just like... God, people who like are obsessed with military history are so annoying. That's I'm like, wild. no offense to people who like it, but like they're always like this. To like this point. Gosh. To the point where you do yeah. the thing not, they did. You should not be role-playing it out exactly the same. It's one thing if you just wanna <laughs> go on vacation <laughs> sure. and see the site. That's fine. Uh not like this. Not when you're like, oh, that placement, and then you're like, I oh, you gotta put that right there too. I'm gonna put a barracks there. Like, whatever, dude. Shut up. Cool. And so, uh, he's in this land, but it has recently changed hands, and he finds that people are very disgruntled about it. And specifically, they miss the old way, and like people like Shuja. Mm-hmm. So, he's super stoked. Wow. Finally, people here know who Shuja is and care that he's gone. Yeah. Wish he was back. Great. Cool. Very useful. Good for you. Finally. Yeah. And so, they get to... Uh, it's called Tak. It's currently... Uh, Suleiman, But it's like this ancient fortress that Alexander had, and it's supposed to be incredible, mm-hmm. impenetrable spot. It's like on a little cliff face, so it's hard to get to, and you can shoot people out from it. Brilliant placement. Incredible. And so Josiah wants it back. And Masson describes it as the most massive piece of defensive erection I have seen in these parts. Everything is... Yeah. Listen, we all know yeah. why they do what they do, but... Right. Gosh, sometimes they're really obvious about it's, it. like, annoying how obvious it is. So, do, do they, like, know no. that Alexander had, like, male lovers... Probably and was like super I mean they're into obsessed dudes. with him so like I just probably don't, I just don't know like how how clearly the history is back then or right. if, if it's covered up more. I'm assuming that they know and it's probably like that either they're like cool good for you and like we should do that too, or they're like he had to do what he had to do because he only had dudes around. Mm-hmm. But then probably they're also doing that so. Yeah. Whatever. It's like, he did pick up a couple wives on his journey. It's just that he didn't love them as much as his dude bros. Right. Um, It's complicated. It's complicated. (laughs) But anyway, Tack already has a chief. Uh, His name is Sirwa Khan, and he's apparently super brutal and terrible. (laughs) Surprise! You can get away with a lot when you have a really great defensive position. Yeah. It's almost like little American boy should just go home Mm -hmm. and stop doing this. Nah. No. He hasn't had any real failures yet, I guess, technically. He keeps failing upwards. Yeah. So why not keep going? So apparently Sirwa is incredibly paranoid, so he keeps adding defenses constantly to the very defensible place already yeah so that's an issue uh it's like what's her face um sarah winchester with her like house where she was like gotta keep adding rooms or whatever (laughs) yeah it's like that but with defenses he's like oh it's not enough put more stuff up put more stuff up and uh so good luck losers Mm -hmm. i bet you're gonna get it really easily and most of zero's men are uh the Rohala, which we've talked about before, they're uh, horse trading mercenaries from Afghanistan. And so they don't have, like, a lot of loyalty to him necessarily mm-hmm. because they're just here for the cash money. And uh, Josiah has a couple people, I think, in his group that are Rohalah, specifically Ghul Khan, who is currently his, like, translator mm-hmm. while they're around here. So he's like, great, I'm going to have Ghul talk to them because they're all Rohala, and then they'll come with me. Just imagining Ghoul going in. Everyone's like, you son of a—how <laughs> dare you come back here? I hate you. We hate Remember, you. Remember, Ghoul Khan is also missing a hand. Um, <laughs> we don't know why. I'm sure it's fine. But he just apparently Josiah describes him holding his stump a lot. And I'm like, is that, I don't know, to remind you that you're missing your hand for a reason? Like, or what is it? hold it. I don't know. But he asks Ghoul to go talk to them and ask them to switch sides. So Ghul finds someone in town who uh, knows them and gives them a note that Mm. says, go talk to him. But while that's happening, Josiah is meeting with a member of Shuja's family who is in this city. And when he mentions Ghul Khan, they're like, oh, because they're like, you know, he's missing his hand because he had treason for switching sides, right? Like, that's why he cut off his hand. Mm -hmm. And that man has no loyalty at all. And Josiah ignores this. (laughs) He's brilliant. He's like, whatever. He loves me. He seems fine. And then he meets some Muslims who are traveling um, back to Peshawar, where they're from, which is where uh, Josiah is trying to go, from Mecca. And he's—they're like, can we join you? Because they have a big group, and they don't want to get robbed or sold into slavery. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Josiah loves their dedication to their faith that they went all the way to Mecca. It reminds him of Quakers. He thinks it's adorable. And so he's like, sure. You're adorable. You're like my people from back home. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I guess, technically, in the way that they both really like their religion. And that's it. But, uh... Yeah, they're not joining the army. They're just coming along so they don't get robbed. Walking or in the murdered. same direction. Yes. As a, Together. As a big group. Yeah. You know, when you like carpool just because you're all going that way, like that. And at this, this is the point where that Josiah has this long thing about how obsessed he is with camels, and I literally didn't read it because I was like, I don't care how much mm-hmm. you like camels all of a sudden for no reason. Right. Uh, but he becomes obsessed with them, and then later, apparently, that he's even more obsessed with them. So good for you. Weird things happen in the desert. It's weird. Mm hmm. Apparently, local people hear there's a doctor in town, by which we mean Josiah, and they're like, yay, and start lining up outside of his tent to get treatment every morning. Oh, no. Yeah, which I guess if you have no doctor, Josiah has technically been to a hospital to do medical things, Mm -hmm. so he's better than nothing? It is on his resume. He is Technically. technically able to do this. And so most of the problems they're having are cataracts, which mm-hmm. is weird to me. It's funny that I mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I know. And I was like, hmm, I don't know why. I was trying to look it up, and from what I read, it said that cataracts are mostly from age and from when you get stuff in your eye. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe it's just sand. Yeah. Yeah. Or something? Because it seems like a lot of people have cataracts, which is confusing to me. Yeah. Maybe people just hit their eyes on stuff more? I don't know. All those lancets flying <laughs> around? Yeah, just stab right in the eye. But so uh, Ben describes Josiah's cataract operations as crude in the extreme. I mean, yeah. Requiring only a steel lancet, a copper needle similar to a bodkin, and a steady hand. Just twink. Oh my God. Right in your eyeball. Oh my God. So I'm going to read to you an oh. eyeball story now. Because, like, um. even eye surgery today can go wrong. Oh, yeah. And he's doing it with uh, primitive tools out in the middle of nowhere. Right. I want to say that, like, I really trust doctors generally when I go in to do something, like, surgery or invasive or whatever. Because it's like, that's their job, probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. But, like, that's, like, the main thing they do. But even then, I'm like, I would never get LASIK because I'm afraid they're going to blind me. hmm or, like, just mess it up somehow. And I'm almost positive they wouldn't. But the idea that they could is horrifying to yeah. me. <laughs> so, and that's modern doctors, not Josiah in the middle of nowhere with his frickin' lancet and his needle. Great. So he writes, uh, an elderly woman came to see me who had been totally blind many years When I alluded to the precarious nature of remedial measures and told her the painful nature of the means by which she would hope for relief, she promptly replied with a firmness of invincible decision. Why should I fear? Am I not an Afghan? Which is an Afghan. Mm -hmm. So she's basically like, we're tough. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, The lens of her right eye was depressed and the patient refusing to have her head restrained. Oh, my God. Just do it. Just do it. She remained unmoved and... Or as the point of the lancet penetrated the eye, and in a moment, the light of day again illumined the vision that had been so long extinguished. I told her to look up, which she did, and with a calm and pious fervor, she ejaculated her gratitude to heaven. Mm. I desire to apply bandages uh, consisting of a compress and bandage lightly bound, but she resisted and explained, Let me look upon the face of my Deliverer, to whom I owe a second creation." She prostrated herself before me with expressions of devout adoration, while I endeavored to proceed with the bandaging. Wow. Yeah. Remember, this is from Josiah's memory and perspective. So so they just kind of, like, poke through the pupil? I guess so. And stab the cataract out okay, and then she can see again Hmm. but he basically says that people now at that point think that he can heal blindness because like just by like touching people I mean technically and I'm like I guess kind of but he means like miracle like Jesus and I'm like no nope you just gotta poke the eyeball you just poke it with a stick and we'll just see how it goes and I'm like gosh it's a miracle I'd just rather be blind (laughs) if you stick a steel thing in my eyeball Please. But so uh, Josiah apparently also makes a point to tell us that he always pays for his food in town. And the people are shocked because they're used to being pillaged. So they're like, you're going to pay. Pay? To which I'm like, he wants, it's like he wants brownie points for that for like doing the bare minimum, which I'm like. (laughs) Did you know I paid? The most white man thing to be like, did you know I did the bare minimum to be a decent human? And wow. And they think I'm incredible. Aren't I great? Yeah. Like, get out of here. Uh, and they would have to hunt for supplemental food because it's expensive and they don't have the ability to get enough for his whole army. Uh, Josiah also makes a point to let us know that if his army is hungry, he won't eat, just like Alex just the Great. Like, uh, so I know. Uh, his men would complain that they need more food all the time, and Josiah is like, "Yeah, totally, we need more food." But then he's like shoveling rice down his horse's throat, like he's really worried about the animals and not the people. Also, which I'm like, very like Alex. Yeah, but I'm also like, don't let them find you doing that, mm-hmm. or they will kill you and eat you and the horse and the horse. Uh, so they make it to the next town, Dara. Ismail Khan, and they encounter my desired profession, which is a news writer. And I, yeah, I wish we had news writers no, now. No, hold on. <laughs> um, ben describes them as a creature to be found throughout imperial India who combine the roles of gossip, journalist, undercover agent, and spy. <laughs> That's what I want to be. Government agents pay them for information uh, and to obtain it for them, but their reports are often wrong. Since the local leaders will bribe them to not say stuff. So it's a lot of misleading information, but sometimes it's useful, so they'll still pay them anyway. Mm-hmm. So you do have to do, like, almost nothing. <laughs> you <laughs> just get, have to show up. And you get paid by everybody. What a weird middleman uh, position. And you just get a gossip. It's fun. <laughs> so you'd think they would just get rid of them. <laughs> Why? Or not trust them? I don't know. Once they, for the eighth time, tell you the exact wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, whatever. But from a news writer, Josiah learns that he's being followed uh, since he left India. I mean, yeah. And they're all, all of his movements are being reported back to Ranjit Singh, who's the ruler of India, who apparently has been doing that since he left Louisiana. which I'm like, duh. Like, you collected people in India by flying an American flag to go into Afghanistan after talking to an ousted king that he knows about, mm-hmm. that he's letting live there. Like, yeah. they told him immediately. Why would he not have you followed and, like, be getting reports about what you're doing? Wouldn't be a very good king if he didn't. Right. Of India. I mean, like, yeah. hmm. So, duh. But he's like, oh, my gosh. What? what? It's crazy. What? He's an idiot. Uh, and I'm like, I love how far he got before he had any idea. He's almost in Afghanistan now. <laughs> he, like, gets that, that truth bomb and he's like wait that wasn't the thing that you were supposed to be surprised about yeah no uh what i thought you knew that oh hmm stupid but yeah they're almost already in afghanistan and they're like just so you know they've been following you the entire time entire time (sighs) which uh luckily also makes sense and makes me so much happier because at this point you know I'm like really annoyed that all these people are treating him so nicely all these kings are being like such (laughs) suck-ups he can't keep getting away with it and I was like is it just because he's white and they're worried about the British and then Ben's like no it's also because the king of India has been like hey if you see this guy don't encourage him but just like give him whatever he wants and push him on his way Mm -hmm. okay and if he like, you know, and just let us know that he was there, because I just want to know where he is and what he's doing. Yeah, like, I'm not actually worried about him. I just want to keep tabs. Everyone's under orders. Yes, and so all these places that are owned by India are like, all right. Sounds good. Just give him some stuff and push him along. And that's what they're doing. And I'm like, thank goodness. Because I'm just like, it's going to make me really bummed if all of these brown people are just kowtowing to this white guy just because. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, it's because the other brown guy in charge told them to. And I'm like, better. That makes me happier. Yeah. Good. Uh, So, yeah, they're just like, just play along. And the leader of Dara Ismail Khan is like, dude, here's some money. You got to go right away. Get out of here. And Josiah is like, no, it's fine. It's not. Uh, You got to go. It's not fine. You got to (laughs) go. Because he doesn't want Ranjit to take over. So he's being nice to Josiah, but also he hates the Sikhs who are in charge. Yeah. And he's like, I just don't like any of it. So Mm -hmm. if you could just leave, it would make me really happy. And Josiah's like, yeah, we're going to Peshawar. Don't even worry about it. Like, we're going to leave in just a minute. No, you're freaking me out right now. (laughs) Got to get out. And later looks right into the camera like he's in the office like, oh, my God, because he's like, you know, you don't get it. So, like, this is the line to Afghanistan. Peshawar is Afghanistan. And there are only three ways to get through Peshawar to where you want to go. And they are bribery, violence, or stealth. You have too many people to be stealthy. You have, like, 100 people? Yeah. Not going to work. And then uh, you don't have enough people, though, to win a fight. They're too, they have way bigger armies than you do, yeah. so that's not going to work. And usually when people try to bribe, the army's like, well, you must have more money right. than that, or you wouldn't give me that much money. So then they just steal all your money. And probably take slaves. So, like, you can't go this way. <laughs> He's like, you need to leave my town, but don't go that way. Because mm-hmm. it's bad. Go anywhere else. Go back home. Please. Leave. Please leave. Um, and meanwhile, the Rohala at Tak, who are chatting about what they want to do, uh, are have mutinied for lack of pay from Sirwa. Mm-hmm. So... Josiah, they go back to him, and they're like, hey, if you just pay us money, we'll take talk for you, and he, we'll come with you. He can't keep getting away with it. Oh, hold on. You'll like the end of this, I promise. So they're like, we have 300 dudes. Mm-hmm. We'll join you, and then you'll have enough people to go through Peshawar. No okay. problem. But they want money right now. Mm-hmm. And they also still don't own talk. Sir was still in charge of it. So they're like, also, could you help us take it? Because we want it. And Josiah gives him 1,000 rupees and says he'll give them 5,000 more rupees when they join him. Mm-hmm. But, like, go deal with your thing and whatever. Go convince them to come with me. And it's a good thing because he—so he leaves um, the last town, Dara Ismail Khan's town, and he goes to talk, like, go in that direction because he's like, we're going to get all these guys and then we'll just go. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is really good because there's a whole bunch of terrible rumors circulating around <laughs> him in the last town from news writers, probably, which are that he has like this super easy to assemble cannon. So he's just going to wreck everyone. So they yeah. should just take him out right now. And that he's got Shuja hiding in one of his trunks. Oh, man. Yeah. So like you should just oh man take his stuff and check. Uh, So we got to go. And that's probably why the king was like, get out of here, please, (laughs) please get out. (laughs) I appreciate that there are very different responses from different people. Mm -hmm. You know, that one guy sent his seven year old because he's like, I don't even care about you. And then the other guy was like, I can murder you any second. So if you want Shuja to come, give me money. And then this guy's like, just leave, just leave. Just go. I can't. I'm so stressed out. <laughs> I'm like, I've been stressed out since the day I was born. You've got to go. Or, I don't want to be in charge, but if I'm not, they'll kill me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, you seem really stressed out. You seem like a nice guy. You were very helpful in, like, a nice way uh, while still being like, get out of here immediately. Uh, but so Josiah goes to talk to Gul Khan and is like, hey, so have we heard anything from the Rohala? And, like, Gul Khan... Doesn't seem like he's very confident in anything, and so they get in a fight, and when he's, like, so, like, should we go fight over there? Like, you think that's a good idea? Gul-Khan apparently just, like, looks at the floor and is, like, not answering. Go fight over there as in? In talk. In talk. To help take over. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's just, like, not answering. Mm -hmm. And then they get news that the mutiny uh, will only, like, they'll only leave Sirwa if Josiah helps them mutiny. Mm -hmm. Like, uses his army to help them take over Talk and force Sirwa to pay them. Uh. Even though Josiah's going to pay them. So he's like, really? More pay. Yeah. And so he's really mad now because he's like, I promised you I'd pay you. All you had to do, there's 300 of you. All you had to do is take over from whatever guards aren't Rojala, which is like almost all of them. Yeah. And they still won't do it because they're just money grubbing, which Mm -hmm. is making him really angry. And so okay, I have a quote that says, traitors and cowards, I offer to enlist them. Do you see those mountains before us? Can such wretches who are unable to seize an empty fortress scale those heights and force the fortresses in possession of savage robbers? They have proved themselves women in the affairs of men. Such retainers I need not. I know their value. Cool. Yeah. So he's just like, screw you guys. I hate it. Well, screw you. And then he decides, I'm going to take the fortress myself, which I'm like, then why don't you just help them take the fortress? Right. What is your plan? So he's like, I'm just going to go take it all by myself, even though I have less people and I probably have to fight them also, which doesn't make any sense. It's the, the, it's the principle. Or the principle. Of the matter. The principle. The principle. <laughs> principle, principle. <laughs> But so he gets up, and he's like, we're going to go to war, guys, and, like, pulls his sword out, only to, like, find when he goes outside that all of his men who were, like, actual soldiers who, like, actually knew what they were doing are gone. Yeah, that's a bad sign. All gone. All of your actual fighty Mm. boys are like, yeah, we're out. Later. Bye. Uh, Good luck. And that... The actual soldiers had defected to Dara Ismail Khan because they were bribed to stay with him. Oh. So they're all gone, pretty much everyone who knows how to fight. In my my little fantasy of what's Mm. happening, he still has his two hostages tied up, kind of (laughs) like... Mad Max Fury Road style. I don't, I don't style, think he has them anymore. Like, to the front of his caravan. <laughs> and they're like, man, that sucks. I'm pretty sure he gave them to the king. <laughs> like, that's the too, last one. That's too bad. They're like a, the, the Greek chorus of this. <laughs> yeah. They just kind of comment on things. Um, and not only are all these soldiers gone, but um, Charles Masson has also left. Oh, surprise. Like, one of the white guys left him. And he's like, Really? Really? I- cured your wounds and like helps you out we were gonna go adventuring we like bonded over loving Alexander the Great together and then you just ditch me and I'm like he just ditched the whole British army when he's British no he he ditched Alexander's dream (laughs) of course he ditched (laughs) you more important than the British army ridiculous um. Yeah, he's and he's like pretty sure Gul Khan is a traitor and like playing both sides and getting money from both people and just keeping some of the money because he like just keeps being really sketchy. Yeah. Um. So it's pretty bad. <laughs> mm, all falling apart. Yeah. But maybe now you can sneak because you have like no people. Everyone left you. Yeah. So your bright right side to where you started, but a little worse. Maybe you can sneak. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to be it for today. <laughs> just end. And What'll he do now? Very sad. Next time on Joseph in the Desert. <laughs> Josiah's an idiot. Hey, Josiah, whatever his name is. White man being annoying in the desert. White man doing things. But anyway, um, there you go. That's Josiah number two. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of just being like, what is happening? God, Why? Is it like this? How is he um, still doing it? Why are they letting him do this? Just kill him. Why hasn't he died? He's so easy to murder. <laughs> Probably, if you just do it. I'm pretty sure if you really wanted to, you could just yeah, disappear him. Right, pretty sure, but not yet, unfortunately. A lot of place for a body in a uh, desert. I actually looked up what happens to him at the end, because I'm just like, where is this going? Yeah. You know, because I'm like, is this going to be fun what's to do the, later? What's the theme here? Um, I think it's pretty, it's pretty good. Okay. It's pretty surprising. <laughs> okay. Not, like, good, like, I'm excited about it, like, he gets murdered and that's happy. Mm-hmm. But, like, interesting what ends up being the thing. Okay. So, I have that to look forward to. Mystery. Um... Hope you're enjoying learning about him. I know it's a lot of names and it's weird and probably like when I'm reading it, it's kind of hard because I don't know the areas very well. So mm-hmm. then I'm like, I don't really know where we are, what's happening. Yeah. Um. But hopefully I'm explaining it well enough. I'm trying to cut out on a lot of the verbiage. So it's easier to understand. There's, there's a lot of verbiage, yeah, and names, and I know it probably sounds like there's still too many names, but it's like the best that I can do as far as cutting it down. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm sure there's some people who really like Middle Eastern history who know where these places are. Yeah. So I'm like, for them, I'm like, I want you to know where we are and what's going on. Well, um, cool. But it's been good learning for me, so I'm happy about that. Good learning. Thanks, Josiah. Like reading rainbow, but yeah. terrible white guys <laughs> in the desert and <laughs> there's no reading. We're it's, just telling you things. And there's no rainbows. No rainbows. No. No uh no Lamar. Yeah, no Lavar no, Burton. Lavar Burton, yeah. Anyway, bye. Really <laughs> in every way. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.